welcome to the Irish Pagan School podcast. Your hosts are authors and co-founders of the Irish Pagan School here in County Waterford, Ireland, Laura O'Brien and John O'Sullivan. Falcha. Hello, this is Laura O'Brien and I'm here answering a community question. So we run a mailing list that you can join from the irishpaganschool.com or from lauraobrien.ie and sometimes I send out um, a call for you know questions that I can um, be of service and help. So here we have a Morrigan question. We have a question about Danu or Anu and the Morrigan and uh, it's from Nevin Virtue. So Diagrich Alora I was reading one of the books you recommended. I think it was Spirituality in Pre-Christian Ireland by Dahio Hogan, in which the author mentioned a possible link between Danu slash Anu and on Morrigan. I was just wondering if you had a perspective on that. Are they related? Do they have some kind of special link or relationship? Thanks for your recommendations. I have a shelf overflowing with quality Irish resource books, including a few of your own books. I can't tell you how much I appreciate and admire your work. Slonga Fall. So thank you so much for that wonderful email, Nevin. It is a complicated topic, so I'm really glad that you brought it up. Going through my second edition edits for the paper version of the Irish Witchcraft from an Irish Witch book, where I first talked about Danu and Anu and the Morrigan, and that was published in 2004. And I was going with the best research that I had at the time, definitely. But I can't help but wonder if I have contributed to the confusion in some small way. One of the things that I had changed in the second edition of the book is I basically put a disclaimer at the start of the Danu section in the Myths and Legends chapter, uh, where I look at the mythology of some of the deities, the, the Irish deities. So a note for the second edition. I'm leaving this section in largely as it was first published, but subsequent years research and experience has led me to believe that Danu is not in fact an Irish deity. Controversial, I know. Please do bear in mind that this is my own belief right here. In all of my travels and journeys across Ireland, in this world and the other, I have not come across any entity or being that presents as this goddess, Danu. And I have specifically looked. Maybe she doesn't like me. Maybe she doesn't want to have anything to do with me. Or maybe she just doesn't pay any attention to me. Any of that is possible. To be clear, I do believe she is a goddess probably a river goddess that originated with the tribes that lived in what is now Central and Eastern Europe around the River Danube. I just do not believe personally that she is an Irish goddess, nor that she is interchangeable with Anu. So when I was editing that book, it was very difficult for me to leave a lot of it as it was at the time. I was working on the scholarship of Dahio Hogan, as you mentioned, Prunchus Makana, who uh, wrote another book called Celtic Mythology, and a few others who were very much of the opinion that both Danu and Anu were interchangeable and that they were both connected to the Morrigan or even aspects of the Morrigan. So, first of all, let me just separate out Danu and Anu. They, I very much believe now, are very different deities. They're both goddesses, but they're very different deities. And that is based on my experience or, you know, lack thereof with Danu, as I just mentioned. 
But on my experience with Anu since then, I have I have visited the Pops of Anu a couple of times now and have specifically gone seeking and searching because there is a connection with the Morrigan and Anu. And just to kind of put the whole Danu thing to bed, please remember that the Tua de Danan came from outside of Ireland. So we don't know exactly where they came from. Well, I mean, there's lists of cities and stuff, but like geographically now, we don't know where they came from. So that could be a reference to tribes coming into Ireland who maybe had a a relationship or a mother goddess, you know, that there was a migration of tribes across Europe who ended up in Ireland. So the Tua De Danan mythology could be an ancestral memory of something like that, right? Which would explain why they are the, the tribe of Danu who came from a different place, okay? With different deities. But like I said, I have not found any personal connection or evidence of Danu being in any way kind of integral or interested or around in Ireland. So that being said, Anu or Anan and the Morrigan. There are definitely references to Anan who is the Morrigan. And one of the theories is that the Morrigan is just a, a title that is used by Anan. So the Morrigan, as I've, I've definitely said elsewhere, Maureen, Great Queen or Phantom Queen, however you want to translate it, has definitely got titular qualities. So it can be used as a title to describe like a, a role or a function almost to describe individual goddesses. It can be used as a, a title to describe a group of goddesses, sometimes three, sometimes more, or sometimes less. Actually, sometimes it's two. It can be used as a noun to describe a person, place, or thing. And usually when it's being used in that form, it's to describe carrion crows or to describe demons or what was being classed as demons, or horrors, or terrors, or some kind of spiritual entities who are associated with the great queens for various reasons. So it can be used in that way, or it can be used as a name of the Morrigan, who is very much an entity in her own right. She is an autonomous being who goes by that name in my experience. So I believe when we see reference to Anu, who is the Morrigan, I think personally that is about a sovereign goddess who is a great queen down in Munster. We have a site called the Pops of Anu, which is landscape mountains down there, which basically look like breasts of the goddess. And I think that Anan or Anu is one of the sisters or one of the aspects who were described with that role and that function of great queen. So hopefully that's clear. That is my perspective on it. You will definitely get people who disagree with that. That is my most up-to-date perspective on it. And my current experience, I 
won't apologize for what I published way back when, like I said, that was the best information that I had at the time. It is still the best information that a lot of people have. So getting the rest of it out there and letting people look at the original text and the original lore and, you know, build relationship with deity on a personal basis rather than relying on scholarship that is either outdated linguistically in some cases. And I, I have a huge amount of respect for Dahi Hogan. Please, please don't get me wrong. May he rest in peace. He was an amazing man, an amazing scholar. And I, I owe a huge debt of gratitude to him for so much of the work that he did for the personal mentorship and, and counseling that he gave me when I was working professionally in Irish heritage and um, Irish heritage tourism and management. Um, I had the absolute pleasure to meet him and to work with him on a number of occasions. And so I'm not in any way disparaging his work, but it is a product of its time in some ways. So when we know better, we do better. And that's basically what's going on here. So thank you so much for the question. Um, you can join the mailing list through the irishpaganschool.com or through lauraobrien.ie. So Slongafall, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive review in your podcast listener. Then head over to irishpaganschool.com and enroll in one of our free or paid courses. Slongafall and we will see you next time.